Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all of the information overload and choose what actually governs our lives? Well, we've been processing these things, and our leadership is praying for all of us, so we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Hello, everyone. Hi, Christy. Hello. (laughs) So if you're watching this, you realize that I'm not sitting here with Jeff Bogue. If you're listening, you realize that wasn't his voice. Um, But uh, as we've been kind of processing a lot of things, specifically um, after the Roe v. Wade reverse decision here uh, a little over a month ago now, um, we've been having lots of conversations, lots of stories, and, and engaging uh, that from a multitude of places to have compassion and engage people in a healthy way, and especially in a Christ-honoring way. So, Christy, um, before we kind of get into some of those nuances, I would just love uh, you to share a little bit of your story. I'll, I'll just kind of spark with, you're our children's ministry director here at Grace. Like you've been an amazing leader. I think you lead maybe the largest department at our church. <laughs> like it's just absolutely awesome. Um, but like share some of your story. Like why are you sitting here? Why did you want to have this conversation? That kind of stuff. I love it. Yeah, I would love to do that. So I am Christy Kier. I'm the director of children's ministry here at our Bath Campus. I've been on staff for over 20 years now. That's nuts. It's nuts. So good, Yes, yes. It's fantastic. It's the joy of my life, for sure. And I've basically been serving in children's ministry since I was a child. I went right (laughs) from children's ministry to serving in children's ministry. And so um, God just put kids on my heart, and I have a huge uh, passion for them. Um, And I think that Jesus had a huge passion for kids. He said, let the little children come to me. Yeah. And so I think um, I value what that Grace Church values kids and students, yeah. and I love that I get to be a part of that. Um, and because of my passion, um, this topic is obviously very personal to me in a yeah. way. Um, I have a story to share, but also just um, in my passion for kids, I think that um, God created us fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think that God um, created us in His image, mm-hmm. and that is what gives life value. Yep. And so I personally believe that life begins at conception and that all life is valuable, no matter what ability, no matter what gender, no matter what race, um, that God um, has put value on life and God has given life. And so um, it's a huge passion of mine. I'm excited to be here today and get to share uh, my story and my passion. Yeah, that's so good. I, I love that. And you're right. That's all throughout uh, the scriptures, um, you know, people, he, he's not making mistakes. God's not just operating some kind of like biology and physiology factory where it's like, well, I wonder if these things will actually play. He's got a a purpose and a plan and a love for each person that he breathes life into yes. uh, right there at that moment of conception. And so I love that. It's one of the reasons we love having you on the team and why mm-hmm. we all respect you so much um, and why you're probably one of the biggest reasons you're so good at what you do uh, is because of that same passion. Now, you mentioned that there's a part of your story, or at least one that's directly connected to you, um, that kind of resurfaced, re-sparked after this uh, decision was made. And uh, I'd thank you for being willing to tell it, but I'd love for you to kind of just open that up for us a little bit, share why that's a thing and kind of what's going on there. 
Yeah. So in a way, it is my story. And in a way, it is not my story. It's actually my mom's story. Um, and my mom um, has dementia, so mm. she's not able to be here right sure. now. But I know if she, um, I know if she could be here, she would, because she, she would want to share her story. So she would want me to share her story yeah. as well. And so I'm honored to get to do that because it is my story too, because sure. it involves the two of us. So um, when my mom, uh, my mom and dad got married when they were young, and they had two kids right away. And then uh, years later, um, my mom got pregnant and had a miscarriage. Mm. And so um, that is something, if you've ever lost a child, I'm sure you have compassion for. That's a, a burden that's always on your heart. And uh, so a couple years later, they got pregnant again and had my sister. And after my sister was born, they kind of decided that they were done having kids. Mm. And so um, they went, this would have been in like the late 70s. I'm an 80s baby. I want to make that clear. <laughs> but in the late 70s, um, she had uh, an IUD put in uh, so that they wouldn't get pregnant and uh, thought that their family was complete at that point. And then um, a, a bit later, um, they ended up getting pregnant. And so uh, they went to the doctor to figure that out because they weren't supposed to get pregnant and um, kind of found out what that meant for um, the baby, which is me and and my mom, in that I don't know all the medical uh, you know, history behind it, but I know my mom's story of it is that it was a very... Um, hard pregnancy yeah. and it was uh, high risk yeah. and it was high risk for uh, me and and for my mom. Wow. And so um, the doctor that they went to was pro-abortion and that wasn't even a thought for my parents. They had already kind of knew that about each other that they wouldn't consider that. And so they moved forward um, with the pregnancy. And I think the doctor, I was talking to my dad just to get a refresher on the story the other day. And um, he did still try to convince them um, to have the IUD removed and like kind of like went around it a different way. And they're like, okay, well, what does that involve? And basically it involves the baby being aborted. Mm -hmm. So um, they obviously pushed that. I think that's a good that. distinction. Like, cause you use the word pro-abortion and, and you actually meant that. It wasn't that this doctor was like, you have a choice if you want to figure this out. It was like, the doctor was almost trying to assert the will of you should have an abortion in this case. Yes. Yeah, because he would have looked at my mom's life as uh -huh. valuable. Sure. Obviously yeah, it absolutely. is, yeah. you know, but instead my parents chose to kind of put their trust in the Lord and and she did in a way sacrifice her life in order to continue with the pregnancy. Wow. And so, um, yeah, it's a huge, it was a huge deal. You know, my mom was a young mom with three kids at home. And so uh, going through that process of wondering and worrying and being afraid and being unsure if you've made the right decision, you know, when there is this option um, is a lot, <laughs> you know, yeah. while you're, you know, a wife and a mom and keeping, keeping the house and all those things. And so um, my mom's story is that she took that time um, to really um, find a hiding place in the Lord. Yeah. And um, when she looks back, it was a time where the Lord was right beside her in her deepest fears, in her deepest insecurities and wondering. Um, uh, she would sit at the piano and sing the song, You Are My Hiding Place. Oh, and wow. uh, the psalm, uh, 32, 7 is kind of what she went to for strength. And so I wanted to share that if I great. can. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, So Psalm 32, verse 7 says, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. And the song that she would sing ended with, Whenever I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And so during the pregnancy, it was... um, I the way that I remember my mom telling the story is like the first trimester was risky for the baby, the second trimester was risky for her, and then the third was like for both of them, you oh, know. Wow. And yeah. so it was not a like, hey, if you get to tr- trimester two, you're in the clear. It's like through delivery, like this could cause you to die. Wow, you know. And so um, she had to really put her trust in the Lord mm-hmm. through that process. You know, again, as a young mom of, of three kids, you know, to say, I'm going to trust the Lord that he allowed me to get pregnant and that this is a life. And therefore, um, I, whether or not he did save her, right, it's got right. by God's mercy and God's blessing that he did. And she's um, was able to grow up and be my mom, you know, um, obviously I'm here today. <laughs> so obviously the story ends with me, um, being born as well, but yeah, that's, that's kind of her story and, uh, just a time in her life and kind of what she's taught us, you know, through the years is when you are afraid, when you are, you know, in these moments of insecurity or the unknown, even, mm-hmm. um, like the Lord is by your side, like yeah. he can be your hiding place, you know, when you need to be strong for your kids, but you're terrified at the same yeah. time, you know, you can sit down at the piano and worship the Lord and spend time with him. And my, my mom's whole life or my whole life, I watched my mom read her Bible every morning and just live out what it means to follow Jesus and really, um, she did it during this time in her life too. So. That's so good. I lo- your mom has an incredible legacy. She does. Like um, we um, lovingly tease in a truthful way that she's probably led more people to Jesus at our church than anyone mm-hmm. else. Like, yeah, she taught four year olds for a very very till 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 she could not do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, she just is awesome. Um, I I think. Uh, I personally would almost like see her in that hall of faith that you read about in Hebrews, you know, mm-hmm. like these cloud of witnesses and these people that have gone. I mean, she's just incredible. And if, like you said, if she could share this story with us right now, obviously you've known your mom incredibly well, and a lot yeah. of us here have. What are some ways in which you think that she would encourage people kind of in the midst of this conversation, wherever they find themselves? Yeah, I think, um, number one, I think that if... Uh, she was talking to someone who didn't make the same decision that yeah. she did. She would say, "The Lord's your hiding place, right? Yes. There's no when you ha- if you have shame, if you have doubt, if you have pain, if you are afraid, you know, turn to the Lord and trust in Him." And um, I think if someone is either going through the situation or no, no matter who you are, what your situation is, what your relationship is with with this um, decision my mom would say the Lord is good and the Lord is faithful and you can trust him in your times of whatever your times are. So Yeah, that's excellent. And uh, not knowing your mom as well as you do, but knowing her, I I would echo that. That that is exactly what she would say. She she loves Jesus. Yep, yep. And that is so evident. Um, Now, your dad has um, kind of obviously a unique perspective in this as well, and he had a pretty memorable... Uh, especially toward the end of the little journey. I want you to share a little bit about what he was kind of walking through with you too. Yeah, so um, my mom made it through the whole pregnancy. And then um, in my delivery, after right after I was born, the doctor, they stayed with that doctor, um, 
kicked my dad out of the room like immediately. Like he saw me. I don't even know if he held me, honestly. And uh, he got kicked out of the room because he, I think he had a point to prove that he was going to search for that IUD and um, discover how on earth this pregnancy went to full term and how my mom, you know, made it through it. And we know this story because my mom's cousin was a nurse in the room. <laughs> and um, so she ended up telling my parents about it afterwards, but he kind of just searched for that and he never found it. Wow. So to my mom's knowledge, she never passed it. We just literally don't know what happened. But, um, you know, I'm the baby of the family and I'm a true baby of the family. And so um, I've always just been told, you know, you are the miracle baby. Yeah. Like God knew that our family needed you. And so we weren't really complete until then. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of the end of the, the story. Yeah. And um, what's uh, incredible about that, and I know you wouldn't say this about yourself, but like, and then your legacy and the, the ministry and the things that you have done and the ways in which you've impacted the kingdom and helped people understand who Jesus is, is like borderline insurmountable for most folks to even fathom. And so to trust in the Lord and yeah. to see him as the hiding place through this very difficult and tumultuous pregnancy, and then to watch him bring this miracle to life, uh, to bring you into this world, and mm-hmm. then look back now, X amount of years later, right. uh, <laughs> and say, um, like, holy cow, yeah. like, there have been some real things that Jesus wanted to do through your life. Yeah. Um, and of course, through your parents as well. It's just unbelievable. Um you mentioned that like uh, your name <laughs> means something. Tell yeah. us about that. So I'm Christina, but don't call me that. I'm Christy, <laughs> Miss Christy. Most of you call me Miss Christy. <laughs> I'm in people's phones as that. But uh, Christina, because through this process, my mom really did have to trust in the Lord. And so they wanted to name me after Christ. Mm. And then uh, my middle name is Anne, and that's my mom's cousin, uh, who's the nurse who was in the room and by her side during the delivery and kind of a part of the end of the story of her, this journey that she was on in trusting the Lord. So yeah. named after those two people. That's so great. Um, well, um, I know that like um, putting family um, what can almost feel like laundry in front of folks is not always the most fun thing. So thanks for being willing to step in, and um, especially with the um, the unique circumstances of this being your mother's story and mm-hmm. and the and the um, the challenge it is right now that she's going through and stuff like that. So thanks for being willing to do this. That really is our heartbeat, of course, in 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 and through this podcast and as um, as people that follow Jesus is kind of no matter where your story. Um, has taken you or takes you, um, there's always a way to look towards Christ mm. and step in line after him because he is good and he is faithful and he is loving. And so you're like, I didn't think the journey would take me through this. That's okay because he can finish that part of the journey for you. And we trust in him for today. We trust in him for tomorrow and we trust in him for the eternal tomorrow. Mm. So no matter where life takes us, he's right there. Uh, to walk alongside us. Uh, Christy, as we kind of look toward wrapping this up, is there anything else you would like to kind of encourage our listeners with? Or um, I'm putting you on the spot, so it's okay if it's not. But <laughs> I, I mean, I really just wanted to say amen to everything yeah. that you just said, cool. that it is um, a journey that we're, we're here. You know, God created you, you listener, you those yeah. watching, you know, Joe, me, and um, he are, is our creator and he knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so... 
um, turn to him and trust in him and uh, he will provide for you. Absolutely. So good. Well, uh, thank you for everyone listening to this. Christy, thank you for stepping in and sharing with us today. Um, if you have questions, whether they're follow-ups directly to this or about anything else that we can maybe help navigate towards Jesus, we would love uh, to engage those with you. You can always submit those at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And if we can help you take any unique next steps, uh, maybe again, it's you have a pain point or a deep curiosity or some type of fear or shame that you need to process, we would love to um, meet you there and walk with you through that or point you toward a resource and trusted leader that can help you with that uh, in any way that we can. Uh, We want to love you through the journey that you're on right now. Uh, If you like what you're listening to, you can always subscribe, rate, review, um, and follow our podcast. Um, And if you're looking for a church home, a place to connect and find community of people that can walk along with you, you can always join us here on the Weekend at Grace. Thank you very much for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. See you next time.